And we're live. Hey, folks, thanks for tuning in to another Pulse Pounding episode of Wild 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 Cards with host Russ Watson and his Hello. faithful sidekick, Mike Lafferty. How you doing, Russ? I'm doing great. <laughs> Russ is eating chicken over there, folks. So while he's doing that, I will play our cheesy musical intro one second. And uh, you are listening to the Wild 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 Cards, uh, our Savage World show. Um, I'm Mike Lafferty, your co-host, along with Ross Watson. And today, we are very fortunate to have the creative director of Pinnacle, Mr. Dale Hayhurst, here with us. How are you doing, Daryl? Hey, doing good. Although, if you guys are the wild cards, that makes me the extra, and that never goes well for the extra. <laughs> or, or you're the villain. Okay, that that might track, actually. You do <laughs> have, have, you have a good team. Yeah. Exactly. Like I got the, the correct facial hair for evil. But you, or you could just be the evil universe, Daryl, and there's a good Daryl tied up in your closet. There, oh. there was a there was a joke at one of my old workplaces, you know, like know your Daryls, and it had like the you know, good Daryl, evil Daryl with the goatee or whatever, but there was just like question marks because I had the goatee then too. They're like, ah, we just don't know. I guess they're all evil Daryl. <laughs> Why don't you tell all our listeners uh who you really are and what you really do for a pinnacle? <laughs> well, I, I really am Daryl, honest. <laughs> are, you, are you saying he's not Daryl Hayhurst? What, what are you saying? Yeah, like, ah, what I do for Pinnacle, I mean, the the my job title, my fancy do- job title for those, you know, is creative director. Uh, what I Thank you. What I do is I write games and I talk with other authors about story and moving all of our cool IPs and storylines forward in a creative and methodical way you know so that we're moving towards something in a satisfying way and sometimes that's hurting cats and sometimes it's the really fun stuff like we just get to sit around drinking beer and talking about wouldn't it be cool if dot 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 and man it doesn't get any better than that uh i should say for the listeners that daryl and i have worked together many times (laughs) many many times yeah (laughs) Uh, we worked together i I think our our best collaboration or biggest collaboration is probably torque eternity uh, but yeah, Daryl's a, a hell of a guy. We're really glad to have him on board, and especially because having the creative director for Savage Worlds here is the perfect time to talk about the 20th anniversary of Savage Worlds. Savage coincidence. 20. It's, it can drink next year, <laughs> but it can vote now. It can vote now. It can also be drafted. Before we get into that, I have got a tiny URL scrolling across the button on the screen because I'm a consummate professional as a podcast host. It says tinyurl.com slash savage20. If you go there, it will take you directly to the Kickstarter page. And they have raised, well, let's just say you guys are doing awfully well, aren't you, Daryl? We're we're doing okay, right? Because when you start these things, you never quite know what to expect. And what's interesting about this one is, the whole point of it is it's a low price point entry. So that like the number that we're stoked about is the thousand backers, you know, within the first week. That's good, right? Like we can, yeah, we've got time to, to find even more. So, but yeah, because the, the, the entry point is 20 bucks. So we've got a lot of people, including, you know, a lot of new people, not new players coming in at that $20 level to see what savage worlds is all about and that's cool 
And then if you're already into it, we've got some extra stuff. <laughs> but, so I have a question. Too. I have a yeah. question. Um, sorry, sorry, Mike. Um, no, sorry. So there's all these different covers for the yeah. anniversary edition, and they're beautiful covers. Thank you. And there are one, drew them myself. Three, oh no, four. I didn't. Never mind. We did. Looks like look like there's five different covers. Is that true? It is. There's five different for the player's guide. And on and really, so part of this, like the story is we were thinking, like, all right, what can we do to make the player's book cool? You know, and then like the 20th anniversary cool. And we all love comic books, and milestone comics sometimes ship with multiple covers for, for people that are like that. And so we're like, could we do that? Like, is that like, would we bankrupt ourselves if we tried? And we ran the numbers and we're like, no, we can do this. And so for the anniversary, we've got these this this splash of cool players books that we do all at once. And these are the ones that we're going to print. And then when they're gone, they're gone. The, the, the official player's guide that'll come out after these are gone will have a sixth cover. And that will be just like the suede cover is it's the cover is the cover is the cover for you know in perpetuity that will be true on the player's guide as well but for now you've got your option to pick one of the cool you know new ones now i have the question the follow-up question is yeah uh, yeah these these covers are all very nice um and they they aaron riley most of them I, the, I, almost all of them yeah. they seem to represent different genres that you can yes play, uh because there's a sci-fi one and a superhero one and a um a beautiful uh, samurai one. Yes. Uh, question is, is are these just meant to be different genres or are these actually representing different settings? Because that samurai one looks a lot like Iron Dynasty to me. So they are meant to represent genres. You know, like Savage Worlds has got four tokens like on the front, right? right. You've got your science fiction ray gun. You've got your uh, pulp blimp. You've got your fantasy sword and your horror skull right, right. Mm -hmm. so these are kind of meant to spread across those a little bit um and but yeah they are not specific settings but they are very specific genres and feels and they're genres that we might be seeing more of in the future oh way. <laughs> oh i think i, I think we just heard a, an interesting uh, little uh, point of interest there that could be a point of interest yes but i will disavow any knowledge of it in the future can we call um, that an exclusive setting <laughs> wow and, that's uh, cool Bear, the Gen X GM, has chimed in the comments saying, Howdy, howdy, my friend from the Great White North. Good to see Hello. you. So I'm going to share. I, there's a pop-up that has a closer view of the covers. I'm going to share that here real yeah. fast. Um, so we can't call this an exclusive, but you haven't said it anywhere else, and you said it here first, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we're special. That's what you're saying? You guys are special. Absolutely. Good. Now, as as a longtime Savage Worlds fan, um, my first thought when I saw the 20th anniversary set was, I already have suede. Why do I need mm -hmm. this? But then I saw, okay, well, these these covers are really nice, and that's cool because I am a collector, a comics collector as well as a book collector. And I was like, hey, I could, you know, different covers. That's really cool. Um, in fact, one of them is almost right out of Kanawha <laughs> with the sled, the samurai. She's got the she's got the the pipe. Is that a, a pipe? It's like a cyber? No, it's no. Sword. So because remember, the whole gag is these are all red you know, playing her characters, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and red likes katanas. 
So, so it's a katana. Like, it's yeah, it, it's a cyberpunk. It's a shadow red basically cover. It, which I love. it, it well, is, and all, everyone's joking. Like like, why does red always have a katana? And it's like, look at the pictures throughout the book. Like practically any setting wherever she is, red carrot red has a katana because red likes katanas. Like the player. But know, I want to. I, I want to go a little further. I want to say okay. So I am. So as a twentieth. Yeah. A, a fan of the twentieth anniversary edition. Okay. Um, I think our listeners would want to know like why. Why get this edition if you already own Sway? What's what's yeah. the value here? The draw. It, it is, and so and the there and we were of two minds going into this, right? Because the players' guides are for new players, right? They're the, the they're that entry point, and we're like, well, but what are we doing for people that are already in? One is, you know, hey, you're probably if you're like us, and this is why we've got the tier with the, the five books. It's like, hey, look. You're just gonna get the books and give them to your players, so they've got a dang book, and you don't have to keep loaning them yours. Like I know I would do that. I know I did do that for Explorer Edition, you know. So it's like, okay, we're gonna have that available, and then the, you get to pick your cover, right? Um, the and then the new printing of the book is fifth printing, which means anything that's come up updates wise since that very first printing gosh you know five years ago now is going to be corrected in that book and we wanted to we wanted to hold the line of hey look you've already bought savage worlds like it's okay you don't need to buy more especially if your wallet needs a break after backing our other amazing projects that we've had come out this year but if you do want it hey here's the cool stuff these are essentially exclusives the the 20th anniversary book um it, it's the new printing it'll be the new hotness um and it should be for quite some time the there may be enhancements to that that we unlock that's sure that's the thing i was going to talk about next because there is a list of pledge levels sorry not pledge stretch goals there's stretch goals and i am excited to see if there is some stuff coming down the pipe that i would be as a as a guy who already owns sweat i'd be like ooh, i want that and that's why i'll get this thing yeah like so most of the yeah most of the current goals so and honestly even if you're if you're an existing player what you really want is the player's box right. even if you're a gm it's the coolest dang thing in the world and it's so funny because i was a hard sell on it at first and i'm like a box who are we kidding right but it's got a magnetic flap i mean but that's just it but then i got the one from hell on the high planes and i'm like nope i was wrong this is the best thing ever everyone should have one we should just make people buy them and then they'll understand just exactly how cool this is and our kind of first 100k worth of stretch goals have been around enhancing that box and the things that go in it you know like the advanced cards and, ed and edges and things like that that we hope people will use and enjoy like all of these are based on how we play like right so if you are a guy who uses warrior's gift you're going to want the combat edge cards because then you can easily and quickly see which edge you want to grab. Yeah. You won't or, be slowing down combat to a crawl anymore. Hint, hint. Yeah. <laughs> well, and likewise, like how we end up using it is in a lot of games, we play archetypes and we go multiple sessions. And if you get an advance, it's like, well, do you write on the archetype card? Well, no. Well, I picked up an edge. My other edges are on the archetype card. The edge that I just bought, I either have to write down somewhere or look up. If I've got a card that's got it, cool. And then that all fits very nicely in my player's box. And I just take that to the game and, and back. So 
So it looks like the first stretch goal was a player's box. The next three were all uh, edge cards coming in. Which go in, yeah, which which yeah. which complement the box, essentially. And then advanced cards, then a card stand. Yep. Missing. Okay. And, and the, the idea is, mm-hmm. yes, and sleeves, because people have been asking us for sleeves forever. And the, and the notion is, these are all things that you can put in that box and are going to enhance your experience at the table. Like the card stand, where you can put your action card up there or your name plate. You know, oh, this is who I am playing. That's what yeah. for me, right there. Right? Yeah. Because like we experimented with all sorts of things at our own tables. Like I would buy those little wire wedding ones and then they all get tangled together. And you're like, ow. Like I love that I have this, but I hate that I, I need use it. I need a pack. I need a pack of those stands so that I can buy one and have one for everybody at the table when I'm running the game. Well, they all need their own player box that comes with it. Uh, okay, all right, all right. Fair <laughs> um, yeah, and then yeah, the 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 sleeves exactly where the, are the same thing. Where it's like, hey, I've got these other cards. It's easy to get sleeves the size of like the power cards and things like that. You can get those at your friendly local game store. But our oversized action deck and the archetype cards and the, these other things that we put in there. There's, it's not easy to find sleeves that, that handle those. So that's what those are about. And all of these are basically enhancing that player's box. Soon we'll start seeing things that enhance the fifth printing book or the accessories box that comes with it. Okay, one more question. Um, yeah, I know that Pinnacle has uh, set up its own crowdfunding uh, through yeah. Game Changer. Why go to Kickstarter for this? So, like... We do a, there's a lot of decisions that go on to that. And we were, are actually considering using more platforms than just Kickstarter or our own, right? And what it comes down to, Kickstarter has reach. People look at Kickstarter. And so, um, and we try to be very choosy because as you know, you can only run so many projects on mm-hmm. Kickstarter. So you got to be choosy on which ones that you do. And we try to save, if it's Deadlands, we're very likely to do it on Kickstarter because Deadlands has a large audience. It's got bigger reach. And then we draw people in and it's very exciting on the front. Um, Other projects like Necessary Evil, we love it, but, (laughs) you know, we're going to run it on our own site because most, we're going to try and reach those people uh, any way that we can. But at the same token, you're kind of into Necessary Evil or you're not. So right. let, we'll just do it there and, and give people that opportunity that way and save Kickstarter for something really broad, like a player's book that we can draw new people in. So that's okay. the thinking. Good answer. Good answer. So we are almost 200K after five days. Uh, still lots of time left in the Kickstarter. So this is great. Yes. Um, so we've got a couple unmet Kickstarter goals. Our stretch goals by suspectively knocking those out, say in the next 48 to 72 hours. There's a lot of stretch goals to come. Okay. We've, right. we've got like nearly a month of mm-hmm. time left to go. And we have something, you know, we've, we're expecting like Kickstarter for those that follow it, usually have like a huge first day mm-hmm. and then a mass second day. And then it just kind of dies yeah. for like all the middle period. And then maybe if you're lucky, you get a spike at the end. Mm-hmm. We've got some things, uh, you know, between advertising and other methods 
that we're hoping to keep a fairly steady income of people over here. So we're not going to see like crazy spikes like the first day, but it should be pretty smooth and consistent. And we should see a lot more stretch goals as we go. So awesome. Expect excitement. <laughs> Anything you can tease right now, or do you want to keep that undercovers until? I do kind of want to keep an undercover because some of it's variable, mm -hmm. right? Like it, it turn, it, like it depends. Like oh, when we hit certain things, or when certain other things happen. Like if if you show the hundred k stretch goal, like I don't even know what we said about that. And if I if I can, if you show yeah. it, let me, I can, me one second, sir. Either add detail or go. Oh nope, we didn't say anything. The voting begins at 100K will unlock the edge cards for Deadlands, plus an accompanying digital file with a blank architect card so you can make your own at home. We'll also open the vote to choose the next setting to get edge cards in a stretch goal. Yeah, right. So the whole idea is like, all right, at 100K, you're getting stuff, but we're also going to be voting on you know particular settings uh, to get just more free edge cards in that box. Uh, and that's going to also unlock other things to do with that setting. So it's like Deadlands, we're like, hey, that's the most popular setting. We're not even going to set everything up against that, right? And then, but is it going to be Lost Colony or Pine Box or, you know, who knows? What? A Cursed? A Cursed, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so there will be a limited list and there will be kind of uh, the pinnacle uh, products, unfortunately. So alas, you know, could you, we won't be able to vote on Accursed and other Ace, you know, you know, stuff like that. Although Accursed's sigil now, isn't it? Yes, yes it is. So, <laughs> so it's almost, <laughs> it's almost it's close. Yeah, and I mean, well, uh, the, getting closer every day, right? <laughs> right, absolutely. Because we, we love Accursed. Can't wait for more of it. The, the, the bottom line is it's going to be really exciting to see what's up and available because I have, you know, my favorite settings, which is not actually the one I wrote. I, I have favorite uh, settings to Shadow Drills, and I'm excited to see what is available because uh, Last Parsec is really, really cool, and Rippers is really, really cool, and ETU yeah. is really, really cool. So It is, but, like, for example, we wouldn't have a Last Parsec on there because Last Parsec's not swayed. Yeah. That's 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 a good point. Um, <laughs> so, a good point. yeah, and that's why it's tricky. It's like there will be settings that people are very weird wars on there. Also, not suede. Oh Supposedly. yeah, that's right. Gosh, okay. Wait, well, we're getting to them slowly but surely. I didn't realize <laughs> weird world weird wars wasn't suede. I thought that was converted already. So okay, that's a bummer. So we've got conversion sheets for all of these settings. Well, yeah. And, and that like and we as as we all know like the, the the thing about savage worlds is like yes it's a different edition like it's deluxe it's it, you know deluxe or explorers instead of suede but at the same token it plays just fine like just use the new versions of the edges and ignore charisma and it works like you don't really need to change that much but there's just enough different that we don't want to push people into a setting that they then have to do a little bit of work converting. So we'll just take a little time. Very cool. So Mike, uh, yes. I know you're a Savage Worlds guy. What's uh, what's the biggest thing you're excited about with this 20th anniversary edition? Um, I am a shallow, superficial man, so <laughs> I'm way into the variant covers. And I just wish you guys would do a foil or possibly a hologram. Oh, we oh, so embossed. We talked about hologram. And we ran the numbers and we we're just like, oh, yeah, no, hologram's not going to happen. Now, more 
more we're still working on making foil work okay. <laughs> if we see if you see it it'll be a stretch goal and it'll be like a pretty high number to make that work uh but there are other things that we can do with the book that will specify it and we'll start seeing those all right listen just don't fall into the 90s comics hole and, and have somebody clone dr hellstrom <laughs> you don't know which one's the clone and then it's like this big deal with all these alternate covers have you been reading my plot preces come on <laughs> lots of pouches well lots so many pouches. pouches and big guns uh joe oh says can you throw a kickstarter link and i threw one in the comments but also because i'm a pro if you look at the little banners going across the bottom of the screen tinyurl.com savage 20th will also take you right to kickstarter so nice. check it out and 25 days left lots of time to jump on that bandwagon joe so sweet so this looks like fun uh congratulations on your guys success so far this is really uh as a publisher i, I have a setting called the after um it's, okay yeah yeah i've seen it yeah that's me it's great uh, actually it's john gibbons but i help the public it's really nice to see savage worlds you know this alive and, and vibrant even after all these years so that's good stuff we're trying yeah <laughs> but that's just it like but as you've seen like there's what we do, but there's also all of these aces, which we try to support through savageuniverse.com. Uh, and we're, we're getting, we're learning how to do that better. Like JM, I think is doing a fantastic job of kind of getting that band together and we're, you know, making it more and more of an orchestra and, uh, Big things from all of us, hopefully. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's a good question. Is there savage universe content in the 20th anniversary? Set? There is so far savage universe is this it's its own thing right like it kind of has to be like it's it it's its garden and you know pinnacle is our own garden but we try to throw baseballs over the walls <laughs> <laughs> like back and forth <laughs> he's the neighbor you can only see the top part of his head right yeah yeah wilson from yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little more than that like there's gates and things like that Okay, well, that's cool. I wish I had a neighbor like that. Obviously, uh, Lafferty and I are both uh, big fans of Savage Universe, and we're excited that JM is uh, doing a good job with it. We're, yes. uh, you know, I think we're one of the, I don't know how many podcasts there are that coordinate with Savage Universe, but we are one of them amongst that group, however big as well it is. And, uh, you know, I can tell you that I am definitely going to be in on this Kickstarter because already the things that have been unlocked are exciting to me. As someone who owns tons of Savage Worlds content uh, already, I'm ready to to dive in. So this is this is good job. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, right. Same because it's like I just want that stupid players box. Like <laughs> I've got the one from Hell on High Plains. I'm like, oh, another one with a different cover and another one. And start putting my different characters in them and stacking them. Make kind, of kind of a Voltron out of all those boxes. Right? Yeah. Stay tuned. We'll try it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm a sucker for a Voltron joke. You were saying, Russ? Oh, just, just it's a little bit inside baseball, but Daryl and I both have uh, experience with box sets. Mm. <laughs> just nod our head. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, uh huh. Uh -huh. I, I mean, and I feel so bad, right? Because like, <laughs> one of the things that I wanted to do, like getting away from Torg, was be like, oh, cool. We're just going to put out like some books rather than you know these giant like box sets with all these 
things. But like everywhere I go, it's like boxed sets, like rain from the sky around me. And I don't want people to think it's me. It's like, no, it's not me. I'm not doing this. It's, but Consumers love them. I was at Barnes & Noble earlier today with my young son, and uh, we were walking through the RPG section because it's right before the kids' books. And holy crap, so many box sets. We are. It's a good introduction. It's a good way to get new players into the game. That that's just it. Like there 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 are and there are things you can do in a box that you can't do solo, right? Like we love our archetype. No, like, <laughs> like we love our archetype cards, but you can't really sell the archetype cards as packs separately from a book. They just look weird on the shelf. It's just like this, you know, saran wrap with cards in it, and you're like, what is that? But in a box, you can afford to put those or the binnies or the dice. Like all of these cool extras that make the game more fun to play that you can put in a box that you can't do with a solo book, you know, for something like Ghost Mountain, where we're like, you you need these extras, everyone. Like at first we didn't really want to just sell the book alone because it's like half the experience. But the feedback was very strong. Like, come on, man, I just want a book. It's like, okay, okay. Have the book. Here's the other stuff that really adds to this. And then what was really funny was everyone was like, yeah, actually, I do want the other stuff. Okay. <laughs> we'll give it to you then. <laughs> that, that's, that's gamers. You know, hey, I want it the cheapest price possible. Oh, is there more cool stuff? We'll sell that to me too. Yeah, well, and we and we break ourselves trying to do that. Like, we really do. Like, that's because we're all gamers too. Well, like, I, I can tell you, you know, in my 20-plus year career doing this, I have learned one immutable truth. We as nerds, as a culture of nerds, we embrace change. We love change. We love new things that are different than the old things. Wait, no, I'm wrong. That's totally the opposite. Uh, <laughs> but it's exciting. I think I think you've done a good job uh, with this product. I'm excited to see uh, what else is coming down the pipe for it. And uh, if, if there's anything... Yeah, not a foil. Apparently, not a foil cover. Which is fine. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. I was just trying to plant that seed, man. No, no. Like it's something we discussed, right? Because we were looking like, what are the, what are ways that we can make this book really cool? Have and you, then have, and, have you asked Shane about putting his blood into the ink? Who <laughs> says it's not already there? <laughs> like the Kiss comic book. Make your occult <laughs> roll, everyone. Yeah. Wow. You've already bought it. <laughs> You're all accessories to this crime. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of change, right? Like this, that was the other like complex thing around this is the updates, right? Because we we track like anytime we have to change a rule, we've got a free update sheet for the PDF. You know, we update the PDF and we put it online. And there's a lot of concern that goes in anytime we change a rule. It has to be like, okay, this has to be so much better than what we printed. Not that what we printed before is broken, as we also try to stress. People that don't like tracking errata, okay, cool. Play it no. as it is in your book. Like, you're good. <laughs> like, it's fine. <laughs> but if you are keeping track, the, the question always becomes when you come – when we're out of fourth printing, which we are essentially, so the one of the reasons to add fifth printing to this was like, well, we got to print them anyway. Let's let people get them and do something special with it while we do it. When you hit that new printing, the question becomes, do we print the same book that we did before or do we update to include 
anything that we've caught that we've you know changed updated whatever and kind of damned if you do damned if you don't because you don't want to leave anyone out but at the same token it's a chance to get right in there yeah it, well, my, it is my gm got a little upset when i i pulled out the uh, hungarian translation of an errata <laughs> that actually supported the rules argument i was making no i'm, I'm joking <laughs> oh well we get those comments all the time and i'm just like i'm so sorry <laughs> so pro, pro tip gms if someone's like i really wanted to work this way say give me a benny and it works that way for this scene so just so i'm Done. clear <laughs> this version of Apple kickstarter it does have the errata it does. it does it does it is the most eroded it is yeah well I, and we call them updates rather than errata because in a lot of cases it's not even that it was a mistake it's just that We've changed it. We've found a better way. It is the most perfect, most yeah. most state of the art version. It is it's the cutting edge. And the idea is we never want to do another edition. Like if you've ever heard Shane talk about it, that's his whole thing. We never want to do another edition. So we're not saving these up for something. It's like, well, okay. Like we never included, like, for example, like this is one of the things in there is when we did the pathfinder for savage worlds there was a lot of there were enough things that came up where we needed to add language around a limited free action and it is something that has existed in the rules and is referenced obliquely all over the place but we never called it a name and said here are the rules around it so for pathfinder for savage worlds we kind of needed to do that and then we said well okay we've got it defined over here we should define it in the main book because this is a thing that's going to come up for people. So it's there. Does it change anything for your game? Not really. Like, you know, running still works the same way. Activating a uh, power if you've got um, mystic powers works the same way. But if you need to know for a ruling or whatever, now it's in the book. Like, here's what it means. So stuff like that. Awesome. Cool. Well, um, I think we've covered this subject pretty well. Do we have any closing thoughts, uh, Daryl? Um, man, if you've never played Savage Worlds before, this is the this is the way to get in. That twenty dollars is a very low entry barrier. It and Ross might you know might be on the same page with me of this. I write games, right? Like I write games other than Savage Worlds. Savage Worlds is still the game that I will run for my home games and all that. And anytime I'm writing something new, I have to ask myself, would this just work better if I just use Savage Worlds <laughs> have more fun or whatever? And not all of the time do I answer yes, but a lot of the time I do. And that's like how good it is and how easy it is to get into. This is a, so this is a great time. Like if you're going to try it, this is a good way. It's also, I think, worth pointing out that Savage Worlds, any game system that's been around 20 years that has these many people that are fans and has these many, uh, has been well so, so well supported, that's a hell of a thing. That's an accomplishment and an achievement in and of itself. So, huzzah, here's to 20 more years. Yeah. Dana, Pinnacle will not send Pinnacle, uh, Pinkertons to your house. <laughs> you do something, you know, don't like with their books. They, they promise well, that. So. Or if we do, we'll do it with intent, right? Like, <laughs> we'll know it. 
They'll send the Texas Rangers. Right? Yeah. Like, we won't be messing around. It's like, oh, no. This we'll is make sure they down. cosplay in steampunk before they show up at your what's, what's, what's the old saying? Uh, one rule book, one ranger? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, hey, thanks for tuning in to Wobble Wall Cards. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with more Savage Worlds fun. Daryl, pleasure talking to you, sir. Thanks for coming Thank out. Guys. Thanks for having me on. And uh, we'll catch you next time on Wild 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 Cards.